Hello my wee fam and forgive me for my absence. For all those that are my returning listeners, thank you. I appreciate you. You guys know how the flow goes, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. For all my new listeners, welcome in. I'm Andrea. I am the creator of Women's Enlightenment. I want to first acknowledge, you know, of course, like my time away. For those that have been following me for a little while, you guys all know that I lost my sister in November. And I want to talk to you guys about mourning and grief, but this is not the topic I want to talk to you guys about. But I just want to real quick briefly touch on this because a lot of us go through mourning, a lot of us go through grieving, and some of us don't know how to place our mourning and grieving. Some of us go through depression phases. Some of us just isolate ourselves. And some of us, we just, you know, kind of just continue going and living life and we're kind of numb to it. Um, don't ever listen to anybody that tells you, oh, just go ahead, live your life. You know, she's in a better place or he's in a better place. They're no longer in pain. Yes, we understand that they're no longer in pain. We understand that, you know, we have to still live our lives. But at the same time, no, 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 no. We're going to take the time that we need to grieve. We're going to take the time that we need to mourn. Because what happens when you don't do those things, you end up going numb. Emotionally, mentally, physically, you go numb. And when you have a random moment out of the blue everything comes to head guess what's going to happen you're you're going to shut down you're going to have a full blown on breakdown and you're going to shut down so don't ever rush your mourning process or your grieving process don't you, you cannot listen to people telling you, you know, you have to still live your life. You're alive. You're here. We we understand that. We, we know that. But you still take the time that you need to grieve and to mourn. However long that looks for you. Just remember to come out of that space, though. Come out of that space for a breather. When you sit in that moment... And allow that moment to just be a part of you and so you can take it in, you can cry, you can scream, you can be frustrated, you can be angry, you can have all your questions out loud, you can be speaking, process all of it the way you need to. In the middle of that, still stand tall though. Yes, you're crying. Yes, you're angry. Yes, you're frustrated. But allow yourself to go through the moment because, again, if you don't allow yourself to go through the moment, you will, at a random point in the middle of a day, the day, maybe in the middle of a meeting, uh, really, you know, it worked it, it doesn't matter. That breakdown moment's going to come. One thing's going to happen. It's going to set off a chain reaction to a whole another door that's going to open the floodgates of emotions. So don't ever hold back on grieving and mourning. And yes, grieving and mourning looks different for everybody. So don't fixate on how you're supposed to grieve because they're not grieving that way. Or should you be grieving this way? Because that's, you know, nope, nope, nope. And no, we will all grieve our own ways. No one can tell us how to grieve and or mourn because we all do it differently. And we have to respect those spaces. When it's real and genuine, you 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 take the time and you mourn. You take the time and you grieve. If it's for attention, whole nother ball game. We're not even gonna speak on that, okay? It's just we're not gonna speak on that. 
So again, take all the time that you need for mourning and grieving. And I'm telling you right now for the month of February, because uh, in the middle of mourning, you know, my sister being gone for three months, my aunt passed away last year, February the 27th. So I'm mourning two different people that mean a lot to me. You know, I'm still learning to understand, you know, mourning my uncle's passing. These are both my, my, my mom's, you know, brother and her youngest sister. Um, two people I was, I was very close with. And I wish I had more time with both of them. Um, but I, I can't, um, I cannot beat myself up about that. And I won't. I know we we get into that space where we do, we beat ourselves up because we, we should have spent more time. We should have called more. We should have did a lot more things. You know, we it happens. Um, but I won't beat myself up about it. I know how much I love them. I know how much I cared about them. You know, and it's, it's one of those things we just have to take time and, and appreciate all the moments that we were able to get with, with the people that we've lost. And um, love love them even from them being a distance away and not at you know not at a, a arm's reach not at a phone call away anymore they're not you're not able just to be like hey I'm on my way to come see you or do you want to come over or you know any of that we have to be able to still love them and speak to them I know some people don't believe you know once you're gone you know you're not a spirit you're just gone and I know there's other people that do believe once you're you're gone that um your loved ones become spirits, you know, they become angels and they're, and they're guarding you and, you know, certain things happen after they pass away. And, you know, so however you believe it, you believe it. However you feel it, you feel it. But don't allow anybody to tell you how you're supposed to grieve or interrupt your grieving process because it's not how they're doing it. We're all different. We're all different. So, now that I said that, <laughs> and I'm through uh, a moment of grieving because it does come in waves. I was in a moment of grieving and depression. It was just a, I was I was literally floating. Every day I was floating. I can't. I there were some days I couldn't tell you what happened in my day because I was just I was there, but I was not present in my day. You know, I make sure my children are really good and taken care of. They eat all that. But when it comes to work and everything else, I'm floating. I don't know what my emotions are and what I'm feeling at that moment because at any point I could just break down and cry and nobody could do anything to me. Or I might be having a rough day because that sometimes happens at work. I'm not perfect. We're not robots. I'm going to have emotions. I'm going to have feelings. And I'm going to I'm going to have a breakdown moment. And sometimes I have to take a walk so I can't allow those tears to just flow. Because you can't fight it sometimes. It just comes. (laughs) So I'm learning. I didn't understand that before when I lost my first son. I didn't understand how you were supposed to allow yourself to grieve. I was raised to be very strong, so I didn't understand the grieving part. I didn't even know what the motions were of mourning and or grieving. I didn't. I didn't. You know, when I lost my grandfather, I was younger fourth grade and I knew that you know I was supposed to be sad because I lost you know we lost him a a very important person in our lives and I cried and 
you know, even kissed him in the casket to let him know I loved him. But you're, I'm, I was young, so I didn't understand that. And the older I got, it, no one close had passed away to where I, it, it made me feel all of those emotions. So it, it took, it took, you know, my uncle passing, it took my aunt passing, it took my sister passing for me to understand that, no, you're supposed to allow yourself to truly grieve. Have I truly? No, because grieving lasts a long time. Mourning lasts a long, there's no time limit on, on, on either of those. And it literally comes in waves. One week you're fine, the next week you're not. One day you're fine, and the next three days you're tore all up and can't even pull together. So you know it just it just it just happens, and you just don't fight it because when you fight it again, it'll just come randomly and at the right time for it, but wrong time for you. So take time, and for anybody that has lost a loved one, my condolences are with you. My heart is with you, and if you're okay with me, Sam, my prayers are with you and your family. Um, respectfully, respectful prayers are with you and your family that you guys are able to get through this morning time and this grieving process. And you have genuine, wholehearted, loving, caring, kind people in your lives and in your corner while you're going through this process. Because after the smoke clears and everybody goes back to their lives, it gets quiet again. And that is hard as well. But Again, this is not the basis, the base of this message. I just want to, you know, just just give a quick thank you to those that have been following me and have been messaging me on, you know, my Instagram page and asking if everything's okay and when was I going to do another episode? How I stopped doing my podcast since my sister passed? Nope, I'm still here. It just takes me some time, a little bit longer than I'm than I'm than normal. I'm realizing because from October to no. So I'm sorry, from September to October, my life was being at my mom's and checking on my sister and making sure she's good, making sure she had a shower, making sure she, you know, was able to get to the bathroom when my mom called her. You know, most of my weekends were at my mom's. When I got a call, I was on my way. When, she's, when she was in the hospital, you know, I was at the hospital either before work or after work. Every day. Every day, calling my children from the hospital to make sure that they were straight. Because I'd come home, drop off my stuff, make sure they were good, they had food, you know. Then I'd be at the hospital, sometimes for hours. And that was my life until November. And after November, my sleeping didn't go back correctly for a long time because I would still wake up in the middle of the night, check out my phone. First thing I would do is check my phone to make sure I hadn't missed a call from anybody or a text from her. You know? So there's three videos that I still watch. Uh, one when she was doing a video to somebody, she was doing her PET scan to let them know that she, you know, she was wouldn't be able to make an appointment because she had to do her you know, scans or whatnot. And then the other two was when she was laying in the the bed and she was letting them know that, you know, she had pneumonia and a very bad infection. And, uh, you know, she was just trying to get through the, the, the video. And then the second one was the very last video that she made, sent it to somebody letting them know that things went from, you know, 
bad to worse in a matter of seconds. And she could barely breathe while she was doing those videos. But to me, I have to hold on to those videos because it helps me to be able to hear her voice when I'm not able to hear her voice. And, you know, we are two and a half years apart. Our mom is our everything. So, you know, we randomly pop up at our mom's house to do dinner with her or, you know, have her meet us somewhere so we can spend time with her laughing and talking or whatever the case may be. So, you know, that's a big piece that is gone from my life. On the days I want to call her just to just randomly just be like, girl, what you doing? Or our thing was, what's up, Heffa? We talked, but we didn't talk all the time. But we talked. When we talked, we talked. You know, so. But. That's where I've been. And I'm going to get back into the swing of doing my podcast episodes every week like I was doing. Um, I would do one either Monday and Wednesday or either Wednesday and Friday. So I'm going to get back on track with with my schedule. Um, But what I wanted to talk to you guys about is I want to make sure that women, you hear this message very clearly. And men, I want to make sure that you hear this message very clearly. And I'll apologize for a lot of us women um, because we do... at times miss your guys's silent cries um so to my to my men and specifically this is for all my men yes but I want to make sure that my black men understand we love you we're here for you we know that it's hard for you guys you know, a lot falls on your shoulders to be a black man in this society and always has. To my men in general, it takes nothing away from you guys also from other ethnicities, but it is really, 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 really hard for a black man. So I want to make sure I acknowledge that. But for my men in general, listen, talking with my babe and I heard him and I listened to, we were having this conversation and I kind of was like in the middle of the conversation, I was like, no, that's not true, blah, blah, blah. He's expressing something to me and I'm telling him that's not true. I'm like, you know, and I'm trying to explain why I said what I'm saying, but he was like, I'm, I'm a man. I would know why I'm feeling this way or why I'm, why I'm saying X, Y, and Z or why this, you know? And we've had conversations like this before. This one though, specifically touched me to my core to where I was at work the entire time and it bothered me that I dismissed uh, I about dismissed his whole entire feelings because I was trying to make sure he understood where I was coming from and I was like oh that's not fair it's not fair we 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 hear different from men we learn different from men we care different from men we love different from men and it's just that, you know, it's it's very powerful for us to understand that men need that same love, that same attention, that same careness, that same kindness, that same kind of deep rooted felt 
hug that will just touch your soul hug and will bring you to tears you know um and it made I'm telling you that conversation we had made me think about so many other things throughout my work day and this is why it touched me so much because you know he's talked about uh I was telling him that there was this gentleman at my job and he's so angry all the time. He was so angry. And I just asked him, when was the last time you had a hug? I just randomly asked him that. And it changed the whole trajectory for our conversation on a daily basis since then. Um, and then randomly, you know, residents would bring flowers just to, to say, you know, we know that you're going through a lot at this place, you know, because I work um, at independent for with independent living, you know, so 55 and older community. And some of them are just angry, daily, angry, <laughs> angry. I get cussed out more by the from the men than I do the women, which is which is a lot, a lot on a daily basis. Um, and I have to remind myself that a lot of these men don't have spaces to vent. They probably never had a hug, like a deep, real love hug. They probably have never been told or they've been told, but it's probably been a long time they've been, that somebody's told them that they love them, that they care about them, that they've truly been heard. Um, and then it made me think again, when we have baby showers, who are people there for that baby shower for? for the women they're not making sure that the baby um woman no they're making sure the baby's good the mom is good but they don't make sure that the dad is good and if you guys do amazing but i'm talking about for those that you know for the for the dads that there's no baby shower thrown for the dads men don't throw other men baby showers which that would be amazing if they did because that's a whole bonding thing You know, other dads coming together for another dad that's about to be a newbie dad. Or, you know, they started doing co-ed baby showers, which is amazing. Where all the men can get together, do their thing, but they're all playing games at the same time and having fun. But the men are really just congratulating the new dad that's about to be another dad. Either he's about to be a new dad or a second time dad. It doesn't matter. He's about to be a dad. You know what I'm saying? The wedding. Who are they they there to, to really see? I please just really listen and hear me and take this in. They're more there to see the bride walk down the aisle. What I've been seeing lately, and I and I love it on social media. It's been a lot of uh, black content creators um, that I've seen do this, or actually they're not even content creators. They're just sharing their their love story, um, where the man actually walks down the aisle. And the, the, the woman's already standing there, but the man is the man of the hour, the man of that moment. He walks down the aisle, you know, he's smiling and cheesing and, and, and having tears in his eyes. And the he comes down to his woman that he's about to marry, not the woman coming down to him. And I love that because men don't get to shine and it's their day as well. I'll say some, sorry. Some don't get the shine, and it's their day as well. When those things are happening, the baby shower, the weddings, it's all about, you know, how's the mom feeling? How is, how is this? When the baby's born, everybody's checking the mom. How's the mom? How's the mom? No one truly checks on the dad to see how he's been feeling because he's had to hold his emotions in the entire time. 
He's had to be strong for her while she's on that on that bed pushing this child out. He's had to make sure he stays awake so that the way nobody does something to the baby when the baby comes out. Because, you know, nowadays, child, please, you got to, I mean, even back in the day, but still nowadays, you got to be careful, you know? So it's like, mm-mm. Everybody calls and check on the mom. Why is nobody coming over to check on the dad and call and check on the dad? Men don't. Some men don't have those circles of love from other men. Men that are there for their children, are that, that are in the household. And I want to say something. Y'all know I'm going to, I have to say it. Just because... <laughs> just because it bothers me all the time when I hear these people with the statistics I just need to throw this out there there could be a two person home meaning the mom and the dad are there and raising their children doesn't mean that those children are going to come out the quote unquote right way Because sometimes dads don't know how to love their children correctly and or be there for their children correctly because they weren't taught that. So having a man in a home at times, yes, it's very important. It's very important when, when they are present, though. And I mean present. And I know some amazing present dads that are there for everything. Birthdays, birth, you know, dance recitals, sporting events. You, all, of, all of which you always think that moms are there for. I know some amazing dads that show up in a major way. And a lot of them were born in single mom homes. Some of them don't even know where their dad's at, haven't talked to them in years. Whatever the relationship is, they were raised by single moms. And some of them didn't have male role models to teach them and to help them and to guide them on how to be, you know, a man. A young man to a man to a boyfriend to a husband. It was all by trial and errors. How to be a dad? They had to learn that daily. So they hurt. Men hurt. Men need an outlet. Men need to cry. It's okay to take your man on a date. Who says you can't? Oh, I'm sorry. Social media? Society? Please don't do that. Buy your man some flowers. Buy your man some flowers. Take your man on a date where you pay. Pamper him. Love on him. Give him a massage while you guys are talking. Listen to him and hear him as he's speaking. Give him a shoulder massage. Give him a back massage. Give him a full body massage. I don't know, hell, give him a hand massage while you guys are sitting there talking. Listen to him. A head massage. Cater to him the same way we as women love when our men cater to us. Now, I'm not saying anything I don't do, by the way. Because I do that. Understand, some men haven't had that type of love, that type of caring, that type of 
understanding and understanding of what they're talking about and hearing them and listening to them and giving them your full attention. A lot of men have not had that. So can it be scary to them? Absolutely. Can it run them away? Absolutely. Because they're afraid of that. They they haven't had that. You got to understand some men were raised by strong women and strong men. I don't like that word strong, but it is what it is. They weren't taught the true love, a respectful love, a meaningful love, a kind love, a caring love. They were taught how to be go-getters and get it from both parents if you had both parents at home. Some were taught that by their mama. Some were taught that by their dad if they only lived with their dad. They were taught how to do certain things, but they weren't taught true understanding of love, patience, guidance, hearing, listening, understanding. They weren't taught that. The guidance wasn't given to them. So we get mad at them for not knowing how to do it for us. All along, we're struggling too. But versus being there for them, we push them away. Make them feel less than a man. Why? Oh, that's right, because he's not meeting your standards correctly. Half the women aren't even meeting their own standards correctly. So how are you going to push a man away because he's wanting to learn? He's wanting to provide guidance. He's wanting to understand and hear and listen. He's wanting to fix things. He just needs a little patience. And I am not talking about patience and he's doing you wrong and he's not respectful. He's not, I'm not talking about the disrespect kind. I am talking about the respectful. He is there. He's accountable. He's um, patient. He is learning. He's, you know, just it's, he's evolving. He's elevating in every step, every way, every moment, every minute, every second. He's, he's present. He's consistent. And okay, maybe about the consistent part, because when you're when you're not used to something, it, it scares you. So you won't be consistent because it scares you. Not that you're doing wrong, not that not that you're out here talking to other women or anything like that. It's just it scares you. And women, we have to be very careful because, again, talking to my babes, I understood carefully. I understood. Internally and heard him emotionally when he said there are times when I come to him and after my sometimes it may be after my day of work and even if I don't speak it he feels it and when I leave he's drained now I may I may have not said that correctly but that's the gist of what was said so sometimes women we may not share what we're going through but when we have somebody that is in tune to who we are in their lives, they will feel everything that we're going through without us even saying one word. So understand that they get drained as well. They need (laughs) to be able to release as well, emotionally, mentally. Draw your man a bath. 
when he when you know he's on his he's close to home get that shower ready get get his clothes ready do the same thing that your man has been doing for you for for a while have the shower okay maybe you don't have that type of relationship and that's okay that's why you started you can't base your relationship on somebody else's just like you can never base your marriage on anybody else's because all of us didn't have good good marriages to to copy after a lot of us didn't see good respectful relationships to be able to be like oh i want my relationship and we don't know what any, what goes on in anybody's home so don't ever base your relationship off of somebody else's because we don't know how long it took them to get where they are and we don't know what goes on in their household a lot of people could pretend to be happy and they're not even happy in their own home so when people are like oh relationship goes for who for where Huh? Mm-mm. I personally don't ever say relationship goes because I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. No, I'm okay. Mm-mm. I don't want my relationship to be like anybody else's. I want my relationship to be, to continue being like what we are building it to be. You know, that's what, that's what that's about. I don't take anybody else's nothing and bring it into mine. No, absolutely not. We do what we do. And it's respectful and it's patient and it's kind and it's loving and it's laughter and it's giving and it's receiving. It's it's reciprocation. <laughs> it's it is understanding respectfully and learning each other daily that's what a respectful relationship is and again many men were not able to have this type of love growing up they didn't see like you know good relationship values That's the word I was looking for earlier, values. (laughs) So they really have to work on a relationship from scratch or bring what they've seen from other people, their friends maybe, and, you know, attempt it, but know that that's not going to work in that relationship. So that's probably not going to come back up again, you know, but ladies, Apologize. I've talked about this before. Apologize when you are wrong. Not just a sorry. Actually apologize for hurting your man's feelings. Let him know that you were not trying to uh, take away from his words. You were not trying to make him feel less than. Whatever the situation is that you guys are in, the conversation that you guys are in, and, and he felt that type of way and he has to announce it to you, Don't apologize right then. Give yourself some time. Then come back and apologize. Not say, oh, I'm sorry. No, doesn't mean the same thing. Apologize for what it was that happened to cause the argument or the disagreement or him to feel some type of way. But you also have to listen and hear. And I know some of us work from a defense mechanism as women. We, I understand that. I am one. And it, take, it took me a long time to get to where I'm at with him. 
But I now know when I walk in that door, I told him as well, I take off this crown, I take off this armor, and I relax my shoulders, I relax all of me so I can be present for us at that time. It's okay. And I'm and I'm talking about respectful. Not 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 the disrespectful, not the violent, rude, you're getting talked to disrespectfully and you're talking to the nope. Mm-mm. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about respectful relationships, dating relationship marriages. You hear one another. You can just lay or sit in the silent room and it doesn't bother you because the silence speaks so much that the words don't even need to be spoken. The closeness is what you need. Hearing each other breathe. Hearing each other's heartbeat. Silence is not bad. TV not on, music not on, and just enjoying each other's company. Laughter, you know, conversation. It does, like, make it your own. Tell that man how much you appreciate him, why you appreciate him. The things that you see that he's been, you know, achieving on, acknowledge it. Support him. Healthily support him. Healthily be there. Respectfully be there. Learn new things together. Why not? If you guys are being intimate with one another, I'm not talking about sex. There's a difference between sex and intimate intimacy. There is a huge difference between sex and intimacy. And if you guys are having intimate moments and you're in you know, in the middle of those intimate moments. And I don't just mean physically, I mean emotionally, mentally. Be present for those moments. They're authentic moments. And everybody doesn't need to know your moments with your man. And everybody doesn't need your moment need to know your moments with your woman. I'm learning that as well. You don't have to share everything. You don't have you can be excited, but everything doesn't need to be for everybody. Because a lot of people in your life ain't happy for you. There's always someone just waiting to be disrespectful and to be negative. Okay, bitter Betty. But uh, no. It's, mm-mm. I've learned, I'm, I've learned that as well. And you guys know, for those that have been following me and listening in for these four, four years, you guys know I speak from my heart and I share experiences. This one I won't share too much on because it is private. You know what I'm saying? I, I enjoy the moments that he and I get to share together. And I want that same thing for other men and women to have. And I really want other men to be able to experience love, the pureness of love, not just the L-O-V-E, the pureness of it, of what that word means. 
because it is respectful. It is kind. It is caring. It is, you know, conscientious. Like you're, you're, you're focusing, you're paying attention. You're, you're there in it. It's like the time that people take to, to make a woven basket. Listen, (laughs) that's that time that we need to really just sit with ourselves. Don't bring in your past negativity, your past anything from your last situationship or relationship. Don't bring that into this one. It's not going to help nobody. It's going to it's only going to keep putting you right in that situation that you've been in, which is depressed, feeling like nobody likes you and wants to be a part of your life. You know why they feel like that? Why you feel like that? Because you keep bringing that in. I'm talking to both men and women. You keep bringing in the negative. You're going to keep getting negative results. Don't speak bad on your 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 past relationship because it's two there was two people in that relationship, not just one. And I understand no one's perfect, but mm-mm. 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 No. I don't talk about my exes. They're the ex for a reason. I'm not a jealous person. I'm not a spiteful part. Okay, I can be. Can be. I've had to do it a couple times in my younger years. I've learned. (laughs) I'm not, but I'm not a spiteful person. Karma is real. What goes around comes around is real. So I've learned that I was part of the problem in my past situationships and relationships. And I've learned that I've allowed more things to go on that should have never went on and could have been stopped long before then. I was part of the problem also. That's why I'm no longer part of the problem because I took myself out the equation. Then I released that whole energy from me. And when they say energy is real, I talk about this all the time. Energy is real. I'm very careful about who I give hugs to nowadays. I'm very careful about whose hands I shake and I barely shake anybody's hands. I don't barely, I I don't shake anybody's hands. I usually fist bump or I do my elbow. I learned, somebody touched my hand one day and um, I think I said this at my job. This lady had touched my hand, the back of my hand because she was trying to tell me something and I was about to move my hand but she was able to touch it, the back of my hand real fast. Do you know that that same piece that she touched for a minute, that feeling stayed on my hand until I washed it. And I was like, what is wrong with my hand? I, I couldn't remember, like, if I hit it, if I did something, if I was, was I buy something cold? Like, it was the most intense feeling. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, that's right. And I went, washed my hands with like some warm water a couple times too, specifically that area, and then washed my hands all the way. But I had to get that energy off of me. I know people don't believe in all that, but I'm going to tell you something. Energy is real. You have to be careful about who you let in your house. You have to be careful about who you're around on a daily basis. You know, especially when you're at work, you have to remember our children taking all of this when they're at school. Negative energies, negative vibes, negative just all of that not to take away from the conversation that I'm talking about because I'm still there you guys know I I go around but I come right back I'm still there take time to 
to write little notes to your man to let him know how much you appreciate him, why you appreciate him. It doesn't have to be anything long and extravagant. One word and then why you feel that that way about him with that one word. Caring and, and express why you feel he's caring. That's going to make his day. Love letters are still a thing. Can I just throw that out there? (laughs) Love letters are still a thing. Yes, you can text it. Yeah, you can email it. But a handwritten love letter is beautiful. You can even pop that thing in the mail. Even if you guys love together, pop it in the mail. It'll come back. Let him read it. Stop playing with me. A whole smile. You can leave it for when he gets home. If you get home before him and, you know, leave it for him to see it. Love letters mean a lot. Random gifts mean a lot. It doesn't have to be anything expensive and extravagant. Something so meaningful does not have a huge price tag. Too many people forget that. It's too much material. Oh, this and this and that. No, 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 no. A lot of things don't require a huge price tag for it to have value. Mm-mm. Just be genuinely, genuinely you in all the things that you do for him and for your, how you carry yourself. Because I don't care what you think, your looks. I understand people go by looks. And if I don't look this way, people aren't going to think I'm beautiful, blah, blah, blah. I, I didn't said it before. Your character means everything because your looks always change and they always fade. Your character is who you are on the inside and who you are on the outside. That, that right there, you can fake it, but not for long. You can put a mask on it, but not for long. So, is it good to love on your man? Yes. Is it good to be the little spoon sometimes? Mm-hmm. But is it good to be the great spoon and hold him and just rub his back and just talk to him and cuddle him? And Yes, absolutely. Is it good to give him hugs and shoulder rubs and, and head rubs and ear rubs and hand massages and leg massages? A full, yes, full body massage. Mm-hmm. Is it good to start that shower for him or run him a bath over? Yes. Is it good if you don't even know how to cook to make sure you learn how to cook so you can cook him a nice meal? Yes. Is it good to take him on a date? Yes. Buy him some flowers? Absolutely. <laughs> Be a good listening and hearing ear. Yes, yes, and please yes. When a man is able to be vulnerable with you, that is something that you do not want to lose because you will not, will not get it back I don't it may take you a long time if you do and if you do get it back I'm proud of you for for shifting and changing quickly to realize you didn't want to lose your man but be there whatever it is that you want from your man you should be able to give that to him as well Give him that same love, give him them same hugs, give him that same attention, give him that same presence. Show up for him. Show up for him. Support him. He may need to finally just release some tears. Let it happen. 
You don't, oh, stop crying. It's a, no, 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 no. You let that man cry. You, you show up for him. You stand tall for him in those moments and let him express himself in those moments. You'll be glad you did. It'll change everything for you. It'll change the way you look at a lot of things. And I understand women, some of us were not raised to be this way because, you know, we were raised by women that probably took, 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 took from men. And that's how they raised you. We were probably raised by dads that just told you, you know, don't let this da, 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 da. Never taught you love. Never taught you how to be, you know, caressing and kind and heartfelt. You, you probably weren't taught that as women. So you don't know how to be that. So you're always coming in just strong, arming them. No, come in soft. Learn how to be soft. It's okay to be soft. It's okay to be kind. It's okay to be caring. It's okay to be loving. It's okay to buy flowers. It's okay to, you know, give that one-on-one attention. It is okay. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to take nothing from you. If anything, it's going to help and heal both of you at the same time. But because, because you're going to learn a lot from this. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. You can be mad at me later, but I don't think you're going to be. So in advance, you're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. I have a life coach certificate. I'm certified to be a life coach. I'm also going to be uh, with my degree for being a psychologist. So please come for me. You can. You can come for me. I have all the credentials to back it up, though. <laughs> but life, though, life is something every day that we're learning. We're learning ourselves every day. We're learning how to be better in ourselves every day. We're learning how to respect ourselves every day. We're learning how to love ourselves every day. We're learning how to just sit and hear ourselves every day. So if you're already doing that, I'm proud of you. If you're on the the starting path of this, it does get scary. It does get hard. It does get to the moment where you feel like you're stuck and you can't go anywhere. Yes, all of that. Do not stop. Do not turn around. You're going to have roadblocks, but those roadblocks teach you how to find ways to still get through. You can't turn back. No, this process you need. Fix and heal your relationships that are respectful, that are loving, that are kind, that are patient. Fix those. I'm not talking about the disrespectful ones where you guys are arguing every day, cussing each other out. Yeah, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about these, the loving ones, the laughter ones, the talking ones, the I want to hear you ones. Let your man know how much you love and appreciate him. Let him hear it. He may not believe you after, you know, for the first couple times because he hasn't probably heard that. Let that man hear how much you love and appreciate him. Hug him tighter. Hold him longer. Hear him when he speaks. Be the love and light he needs. 
it's always more respectful. You'll see. Enjoy. Again, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs>